The all new M1 iMac has it all. Unbelievable performance, terrific display, complete redesign and colors. So many colors, but could you do with more? No, not more colors, but more RAM, more storage, more cores, more redesign, even a bigger display. Well, I'm here to help you decide whether you should buy the new M1 hotness now, 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 or wait for the potential M1X hotness that could be coming up next. Sponsored by Brilliant. I'm doing this for every Apple product, so hit that subscribe button and bell so you'll know how to best save and spend your hard-earned cash in 2021. The new M1 iMac has an all-new design, basically a giant iPad Pro design. It's thin, it's flat, and yes, it still has the chin. Just no Apple logo on it anymore. And that's basically where the entire computer board and speaker system now lives. It also comes in white, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. Just not black, not even on the bezels. Those are now off-white. The M1X iMac Pro could follow the exact same design, even though many, many people are hoping for just no chin. But we'll see. Also, for black, or at least space gray with black bezels, because Apple seems to keep colors just constrained to consumers. So if you want those bright colors and don't care a whit about white bezels, go with the M1 Mac right now. If you don't care about colors and are hoping beyond hope for an even more pro display XDR style design, then go ahead and wait on a theoretical M1X iMac Pro sometime later this year. The M1 iMac has a bigger 24 inch 4.5K Retina high density P2 wide gamut LCD display, and it's legit one of the best all-in-one displays in the business. It's better than most displays, period. But a lot of pros are hoping, are yearning for something even bigger and better, a 32-inch 6K mini LED display, like what the new iPad Pro has just on Hulk Serum. It uses local dimming zones for deeper blacks, brighter whites, much higher contrast, and closer to full-on high dynamic range, HDR. So if 24 inches is more than enough for you and your workspace, then go ahead and grab the M1 iMac anytime. But if you need or simply want more, again, potentially pro display XDR size more, then you'll need to wait and see what Apple does with the higher end iMacs. The M1 iMac is Apple's first generation silicon based on the same IP and architecture as the A14 Bionic. It's an ultra low power system on a chip, but it's got just about the best single core performance in the business, especially with the active cooling system that lets it run full out for as long as you probably need. It's just so far beyond the old entry-level Intel iMacs that it is not even funny, but it's the ultra low power version. And that means, yes, there will likely be a higher power option, an M1X or whatever Apple ends up calling the chipset that adds even more performance and graphics cores for even better multi-core performance. Maybe even lets the single core run just a little bit faster as well. How many more cores remains an open question, but rumors are pointing to anywhere from 12 to 16, so one and a half to double, either of which is really gonna shake things up when it comes to multi-core. So if industry-leading single core speed for days is enough for you, the M1 iMac will certainly be enough for you. But if you're hoping for something that's even more massively multi-core, you'll want to wait for whatever it is the higher end M1X chipset brings. One of the best parts of the M1 iMac is the unified memory, a big old pool of eight gigabytes or 16 gigabytes slapped right on the package and shared between the CPU, GPU, and neural engine. Combined with everything from memory compression to ultra fast swap, 
I mean, eight gigabytes is still absolutely eight gigabytes, but it's the very best eight gigabytes it can be. Same for 16 gigabytes, especially when it comes to graphics, because embedded graphics have usually been far, far more RAM constrained and bottlenecked. But those are the only options for the entry-level iMac. A theoretical M1X iMac Pro though, well, we're all just hoping it'll go to 32 gigabytes or 64 gigabytes to match what the old Intel's offered. Same with the storage capacity. Instead of being capped at two terabytes, the hope is that'll also mirror the old Intel models and go all the way to four terabytes or eight terabytes, which just, yes, please. So if you don't think you'll need more than 16 gigabytes and two terabytes for your iMac, go ahead and get the M1 iMac now. But if you really want more, especially if you want much, much more, you'll want to wait on an M1X iMac Pro. One of the biggest compromises on the current M1 iMac is ports. The entry-level model has just two USB 4 ports, which combine USB-C and Thunderbolt 3. You can step that up to two USB 4 ports and two USB-C ports, which means the second two don't have Thunderbolt 3. But that's it. That's all. The hope is that a theoretical M1X iMac Pro would have more Pro-level ports, at least four full-on USB 4 ports with Thunderbolt fully operational, maybe more. So if two USB 4 with the option for two more USB-C are all the ports you need, or you're just happy to live that hub life, then go ahead and get the M1 iMac now. But if you're willing to wait, four full-on USB 4 ports, maybe more, could be yours with a theoretical M1X iMac Pro. The new M1 iMacs finally, finally come with the option for Touch ID on the Apple Magic Keyboard, just eight short years after coming to the iPhone and five after coming to the MacBook Pro. I am not salty about this at all. Still no Face ID though, not even four years after coming to the iPhone, and I am salty about that. Now, maybe a theoretical M1X iMac Pro sticks with Touch ID, but if there is any hope at all for Face ID on a Mac and soon, that just might be our next best shot. So if the option for Touch ID is more than biometric enough for you, or you happen to prefer it, go ahead and get the M1 iMac. But if you do prefer Face ID and are willing to wait and see if the M1X iMac Pro will be able to see, then go ahead and wait. The new base model M1 24-inch iMac starts at $1299, which is clearly targeted at the consumer market. The holdover Intel 27-inch iMac starts at $1799, which is more prosumer, but quickly escalates to full-on pro-level pricing for that extra performance. Apple could hold the line on those prices for the theoretical M1X 32-inch iMac Pro, or they could bump them up slightly to pay down whatever new technologies like mini LED they end up including, or they could have options with both. We'll just have to wait and see. My always, always advice is to wait as long as you possibly can to buy then buy when you absolutely need to buy, and then just enjoy the hell out of whatever it is you do buy with no regrets, because there will always be something new and something next. So if money matters and you want an entry-level iMac, you'll want the M1 available now. But if money and time are no object and you're just lusting after a higher-end iMac, you'll wanna wait on a potential M1X iMac Pro. Now, if you still can't decide, why not leave it to machine learning or probability theory, or I don't know, <laughs> neural networks, algorithms, also math, science, computer science, logic, deduction, quantum mechanics, game theory, physics, cryptocurrency, all of it, 
so much more, then check out Brilliant, a website and app built on learning while doing and solving real challenges in real time with no memorizing long, messy formulas or fact sheets, no tests or grades. Just go to brilliant.org slash Rene Ritchie or click the link in the description. Pick a course and get started now, today. Brilliant.org slash Rene Ritchie. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. And then watch this video where I go over all the latest news on that potential next generation Apple Silicon iMac Pro. Give it a watch and I'll see you in the video.